When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football, he loves football. The single best left tackle in the NFL in 2020 is Teron Armstead. I mean, I guess he didn't get the message on this shove right here about anti-bullying in America. He didn't get that message because that's what he did most of the day to the Carolina Panthers. Just shoved him around. Yes, football, purple daily, couple things on the horizon, all under the umbrella of how to fix the Minnesota Vikings. But let's cheers a Corona Hard Seltzer for the Vikings offseason. The Bears That's join right. the Bears joining them, which is hilarious. And maybe the Packers getting upset by the Rams this weekend. Welcome to Trubisky. Aaron, if you uh if you want a couple fingers of Corona Hard Seltzer, which is what you said you with you did with your tequila when they drafted Jordan Love, I I recommend a couple cans. Of uh, Corona hard seltzers. And for Brian Baldinger, I'm in my three-point stance just ready to go when uh, it's a Friday night. Football. I got my 12-pack of Corona hard seltzer. I got the guard. I got the lime on the guard. You know, I'm looking at the mango as the center. Where am I going to penetrate? Where am I going to go? I'm going to go right between them. I'm going to go all between, all between all four of the Corona hard seltzers because Corona hard seltzer is the only seltzer made with Pure Beach vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly. Corona Hard Seltzer spike sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. You like that? You like that? Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football, he loves football. Like his hands are just hands. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. I mean, football! Football, yeah! Football! Football! Baldy does love football. Baldy. I mean, Baldy loves. And here's the thing Baldy Baldy really loves the trenches. Nobody loves the trenches like Baldy. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football. He loves football.
But when he tries to go inside on him, watch the leverage. I mean, he picks him up like he's living room furniture, and he's just rearranging the furniture for the bride. So, Baldy, who I think did games for quite a few years on Fox. Oh, yeah. Um, Baldy is now officially a throwback to the Madden-influenced guys, right? <laughs> Baldy, Millen was the exact same way. And oh, I, th- yeah. I think Matt got, I think Matt got up to, but before he took that ill-fitted jab at Detroit, I think he was with Dick Stockton on what was Fox's second team. He was. But do you recall the, the whole Madden-influenced Boom! Bang! Look Big, at that! Like mashed potatoes, mealy mouth, yes. football analysis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Rawr. all of those guys had Rawr. one thing in common. They love the trenches. Just trenches up and down. It's just a joy to watch Teron Armstead play. And like, just like I said, it's like an episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. I mean, just give him the belt. He's earned it. This is what defensive ends should do to tight ends. I don't care what tight end it is. This is what you should do right here. You should put them in a paper shredder and just, just get rid of them. Football. Zimmer wants to do this. Kickers and quarterbacks, just put them in a paper shredder. Oh, absolutely. And Mike Prever just wants to t- Oh, no, 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 Never mind. Rule one to, to the old school Madden philosophy of broadcasting was, was make so many guttural noises that you lose your voice. Boom. Like Baldy. Baldy sounds hoarse. He's like, I, I, what do you want to do? I mean, let the quarterback feel your punch. Let him know you're there. All right? Football. He's like been yelling. He's been yelling about football all day and, long. And smoking a pack of Marb Rebs between yeah. That's every, what it sounds every like. game. Yeah. That's what it sounds you, like. If you guys, if you get, by the way, welcome to Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judge Zolgad, and that. Declan Goff. I just went back to the old Madden no, days. No, it's great. Um, if, if you want an absolute football joy, follow Brian Baldinger on Twitter. He just does film breakdowns all day. Just but it's all trenches, sitting, right? Sitting in his robe, I'm sure. Look at that move. Look at that inside. No. Look at that swim move. He did one with Antonio Brown where he talked about like putting your foot in the ground. Okay. At the, it's, it's really good stuff. So every Tuesday and Thursday here for the foreseeable future on Purple Daily, we are uh, we're going forward with a series called How to Fix the Vikings. And I think there's two different sort of paths for this. There's How to Fix the Vikings immediately for 2021 and get them back into contention. And then there's the, how do you think, if you don't think they can get back into contention in 2021, how do you fix the Vikings for the long term to get them into Super Bowl contention? So one of the things we're going to do on today's show, Judd and I have both brought five off-season moves to fix the Vikings in the short term for 2021. And so we're going to unveil our blueprints, and then Declan's going to choose which one he thinks is the best path forward. But I don't know if you guys noticed this. I don't know if you noticed uh, who won the games over the weekend and how it ties into something we talked about. The Rams. In late 2020. Jared Goff looking fantastic. Hey, awesome. He did look amazing. And his who was that random backup that like went Wolford. to the hospital? Wofford. Wofford. Yeah. That Wofford. was a rough day for that yeah. guy at the office. That was a bad concussion. <laughs> but, that looked like uh, it hurt. We threw out the stat on this show that 90% of Super Bowl winning teams over the last 20 years have had one of two things. So this goes back to the to 2000. 90% of Super Bowl winning teams over that stretch have had one of two things. One, a Hall of Fame quarterback, or two, a quarterback on a rookie-scale contract. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can give you the full list again at some point because this will be a, a topic of conversation again. 
But six games over the weekend. It was a super fun weekend, by the way. I would do that every year. I am glad that they have seven playoff teams now. We just get to sit and watch football from uh, noon until 11 p.m. But six games over the weekend, and look who won. Josh Allen, rookie contract. Hmm. Baker Mayfield, rookie contract. Oh, Lamar Jackson, rookie contract. Tom Brady, Hall of Fame. Drew Brees, Hall of Fame. The only game that went sideways under this premise is Russell Wilson versus the Rams. And no one's saying that, like, this is, a, you know, it's it's 90% of Super Bowl winning teams. This is the formula. Either Hall of Fame quarterback or rookie scale contract. You're going to have teams that win playoff games like the Rams. But I thought that was very telling. And then you add in the two teams that were watching the games, the Packers, Hall of Fame quarterback, and the Chiefs actually have both right now because this is the last year of, I think, Pat Mahomes' rookie scale deal. And he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. And so the benefits of Hall of Fame quarterbacks are very obvious. They just give everything else life and legs on the team. Um, but the benefits of a rookie-scale quarterback, I think you saw over the weekend, too. You, I mean, they're personnel-related. The Bills get to add that last piece of Stefan Diggs for like $14 million because they have cap space to do it. Right. Uh, the Ravens, the last couple of years, have brought in Calais Campbell for 14 or $15 million. And and the year before that, they brought in Marcus Peters defensively because their quarterback makes no money. Uh, the Browns, look at that roster. They've stacked their roster. I mean, even like Odell Beckham Jr. was a luxury. He's not playing, but they've stacked their roster around Baker Mayfield. Weapons, offensive line, because he doesn't really make that much money. So that that theory and that stat was on full display this weekend in those wildcard games. And the Vikings aren't in either of those categories right now, unfortunately, unless you think Kirk Cousins is a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. And here's the problem, too. So just from the standpoint that you're talking about, Phil, the Vikings aren't in that category, and that's very true. But here's the problem. Their philosophy ain't even right. So, like, it's a double-pronged problem. You don't have you don't have the the either Hall of Fame QB or the really good young cheap one. Okay, that's problem one. Problem two is, if you did, would you do it right? Now, there could be a case made that you would and that Zim would, would say, look, if we've got Lamar Jackson, we're going to change. We clearly have to. But all of that being said, if you're the Vikings and you're sitting down talking about what you uh, saw in the six games or in five of the six games, at least for the most part, on Saturday and Sunday, your philosophy is flawed, too. Yeah, and, and some might say, well, but isn't your philosophy the same one that Kevin Stefanski and the Browns are trying to run and that the Titans you know, have run with some success the last couple of years? The one thing about that Browns game, and I get that Stefanski wasn't calling the plays in the game, um, Mike Prefer and some combination of, of other assistants were, but when the Browns had the lead in the second half, and it was dwindling, uh, dwindling a little bit, it never fell below 12, the Vikings just run the ball and hope that the clock runs out in that situation. The Browns were throwing the football. To Jarvis Landry, who had a phenomenal game and who's a great player. They, like, yes. they, they're, they're more selectively aggressive offensively in certain areas, even though it is a similar play-action scheme why? conservative scheme. Because Stefanski and the Browns, I think, do have a core belief in, in how they want their offense to run, but that they will adjust that as well. The Vikings are stubborn. So, like, Stefanski... Is is a smart guy, but he's smart enough to listen to those around him who who say, "Hey, given the situation right now, here's what we should adjust to and do." The Vikings are sort of this, no, 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 that's not our plan, and, and so I I think what we saw probably a little bit as well in 2019 with Stefanski calling the plays here was an adaptability and adjustments at times that the Browns make still. 
that the Vikings don't. So I would, I guess I would challenge the Vikings to say, do you have the same type of open-minded acceptance of, you know what, I know that you like to run here, but you shouldn't. And my thought on the Vikings is they don't. Yeah, and I, you know, we can... We can pull open the uh, the PFF grades here if we want to get a, a full detailed dive. But the Browns, in fairness, are also better at pass protection as an offensive line than the Vikings are, and so the Vikings but might they say they were putting in backups and like some guy that B- Baker had just met on Sunday at left guard yeah. eventually. Yeah, I no, so I, like they, they I believe, agree. They be, they believe that their philosophy of shifting things can actually work. What the Vikings counter argument might be is, listen, this is it's self inflicted because like we've dug our own grave with this offensive line in Dakota Dozier and whatever, but. Right. Um, in those moments where we feel like we need to put the game away, we just feel more comfortable leaning forward and running the ball than we do dropping back and uh, and and having our less than mobile quarterback have to potentially run for his life. So they they might say we'd love to do that too and be more aggressive. But then in I would spots. say, but you signed him, and the, and you didn't draft that, a, that's left, your, a left that's guard. Your, that's yeah. your quarterback. Yep. So I I just I, I think it's something to keep an eye on. Uh, if the Rams win the Super Bowl, then boom, this number changes, but. We're going to add to this number almost certainly in 2021. 90% of Super Bowl winning teams over the last 20 years have either a Hall of Fame quarterback or a quarterback on a rookie scale contract. I sent this out on Twitter yesterday, and a a bunch of people clapped back and said, well, wait a second, isn't Deshaun Watson highly paid? He's not on a rookie contract anymore. True. I think this might sound crazy. I think Deshaun Watson is closer to that elite level, like top three, top five. I'm not saying he's... Right now, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but like if he keeps playing the way that he has and gets some better infrastructure around him and coaching and weapons, he's a top he doesn't five, have. He's a top five quarterback. He might be a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. He's closer to that than Kirk Cousins is. Absolutely. Yes. So, just want to throw that out there. Yes. Should we fix the Vikings here? Let's fix them. Football. So Judd and I have both brought five off-season moves to fix the Vikings for 2021, right? So this is a short-term fix for you. Yes, for two, yes. This is about this is about the coming year, not two or three years down the road. Absolutely. And, and my blueprint is is very similar. So we'll start with Judd here. We're both going to give our blueprints, and Declan will tell us which one we will proceed forward with here. Mine is pretty on sim- behalf of Rick Spielman. Yep. Mine is pretty. Simple because I think that it basically spells itself out for what this team needs. And look, this team can win. This team can definitely win. Can can they win a Super Bowl? I'm not so sure about that. But can they get back to the playoffs and win a playoff game? Can they win 10, 12 games? Yes, absolutely. With these moves. (laughs) Move number one. And and I'm going to to tell you how I'm going to acquire these players as well, okay? And we have not checked each other. We we might match exactly. We don't know. The salary cap's c- coming down. It's probably not going to come down as much as we projected or was potentially projected, which I think was it could go as low as 175, crashing yeah. from what was 198.5, if I'm not mistaken, in 2020. Probably going to go down to 190. So life is going to be difficult. But nonetheless, I am going to sign a left guard. I've got to fix this problem. <laughs> I have to. You can't, guards are not luxuries like they used to be. I get that at one time. Put the fat guy at guard. Interior pressure from teams, especially on Kirk, is a huge deal. Uh, Bradbury is going to start. Pass protection-wise, he's challenged. Um, If Cleveland is going to stay at right guard, I think that the Vikings look like they have made the right step there, okay? But left guard, Dakota Dozier was awful. Poor guy, couldn't play. He is a backup at best. At worst, 
He should not be on your 53, and certainly not starting 16 games. Yep. So move one is, and I'm not drafting this, I am signing this. I am getting a veteran, reliable, he does not need to be a Pro Bowl player, but he needs to be able to competently pass protect. I'm not asking the world here, gentlemen. Left guard. All right. My first round pick. And keep in mind, this is not; these are not my choices because my personal choices would be to project into the future. These are what I think their their choices are to immediately improve their team for next year. And is this your second thing? This is my second thing. Got it. Okay. So my second thing to improve this team immediately, okay. and I'm assuming the GM is the same guy. I'm assuming the coach. Okay. So no big changes here. You need to draft the top available with the 14th pick, three technique, or pass rushing defensive end. That's where you're going to upgrade immediately. Uh, I'm going to assume, for the sake of this exercise right now, that Daniil Hunter is back at the left end. I'm going to assume that Michael Pierce, your uh, big free agent splash last March, who opted out because of health concerns on COVID-19, I'm going to assume that he returns or he plays for you in 2021 at the nose. By the way, Doogie reported he, yeah. he talked to Michael Pierce. This, he said like, he's in he, great shape. But he also was like went through depression last year. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, a lot of us. I mean, it was a crappy very depressing year. time. It, it was, was a terrible year. Still kind of is. Yeah. But, but so I'm so to so my personal choice would be, hey, how about a quarterback? The Vikings, to immediately improve, though, need to either go pass rushing end, who can probably be plugged in on the right side, or three-tech. You have to stop the run, and you cannot have a repeat of 2020 when I believe you had 23 sacks. Yep, That is just embarrassing. All right. Move three. This area should be improved, but you didn't do what I said last year, so maybe you'll listen this time, Rick and Mike. You need a veteran cornerback to stabilize things, okay? Gladney and Dantzler now have a year of valuable experience. Chris Jones has been in the league for a while. Be quiet. He's been great. Be quiet. Both of you, shut up. <laughs> Chris Jones, you, stop it. You're trying to get my I go. Technically, he's a veteran. He's a veteran. Mike Hughes might be back, but he has had back-to-back years come to an end because of neck problems. I don't trust that. All right? Again, this does not need to be a Hall of Fame corner, but this needs to be a solid player who I can plug in in the nickel. Um, Right now, as far as I'm concerned, because I don't consider Jones to be a viable option, despite what you guys say to return, I don't consider Chris Boyd to be more than a special teams player, probably if that. So I got Dantzler, I got Gladney. Just go out and get a guy that understands Zimmer's defensive philosophy. And by the way, who can help Gladney and Dantzler? Mm-hmm. So if they have questions in game adjustments, this guy can sort of take control. Okay. I'm not asking the world here, but I am telling yes, you, you ignored us last year. Do not ignore us this time. Roster move number. So this would be the fourth thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four. Remove Rudy, comma, remove temptation. All right. (laughs) Kyle's going to want to come back. And my guess is he's going to offer to restructure. He has spent his entire career here. We could go through the litany of great things that he has done on and off the field. All right. But you've got Irv Smith Jr. who needs to play more and needs to play a lot. And Tyler Conklin, who looks like a new, improved 
younger, healthier Rudy, all right? Gronklin. Tyler Gronklin. Gronklin. Okay, so, yeah, and I like the kid. But my point is, you need to remove that temptation. Okay. You can't have him doing what Griffin did and driving by TCO Performance Center, streaming it to put it on Twitter or Instagram, or his Insta page to be like, ah, I'm still out here, still living in town, okay? Is that, is that Kyle? You need to. It's just any Yahoo who drives, who, who's street, who's streaming his drive-by of a facility at which he used to work. All right, got it. By the way, Irv Smith plus we need like one combined name for Irv Irv Gronklin, yeah. Irv Gronklin. All right, Tyler Gronklin is really good. Hey everybody, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota for over a hundred years, and. As a business owner, just imagine how helpful it would be if you and your employees had employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that could help your business reach another level of success. Well, that's why Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched MyShield, the online client destination for risk management resources. Do your employees use ladders, for instance? I mean, Declan's been watching a lot of WWE Network, a lot of ladder matches. Oh, yeah, TLCs, yeah. tables, How ladders. would a fall impact that employee's livelihood? Just Jeff ask Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy would love to know that. Yeah, he needs my shield. <laughs> so my shield has resources to help your business with all sorts of risk management-related things. Go to federatedinsurance.com or download the MyShield app to find out more information. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Also, our friends at Corona are offering up the ultimate tailgate experience during this football football month here. Sweepstakes will award six winners with a Corona game day prize pack valued at over $3,500, including a 70-inch TV, wireless surround system, football furniture. Football. Did you say football furniture? I said football oh, furniture. Football. Yeah, baby. That's right. Details, rules, and entry at gamedaywithcorona.com. That's gamedaywithcorona.com. Now, you must be 21 or over. Live within a 40-mile radius of Minneapolis to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes subject to change. Enter by one eighteen twenty one. Again, at gamedaywithcorona.com. Corona beers imported by Crown Imports. Chicago, Illinois. Relax responsibly. Tyler, well... Tyler Gronklin played really well for, no, for no, a no. month. Okay, no, that name. I'm sorry. I'll clarify. Oh. That name is really good. Gotcha. Tyler Gronklin's a great yeah, name. I'm combining the two. And so we're, right. Irv Gronklin or is going to be my, my combined hybrid tight end. And uh, even with Kyle Rudolph still garnering about half of the – well, he had he had about a third of the target. So if you, if you take that out, um, 49 catches for almost 600 yards and six touchdowns. Between the other two tight ends, it's pretty good. Yes, so pretty comfortable yes. going in. Yeah. I'm with you. And they're both uh, 25 and under. Remove temptation. Remove Rudy. Okay. That's move four. So that's gone. So the cap space is freed up. I now don't ha- have him knocking on my doorstep in July or on my door in July saying, oh, man, I'm still out here. I mean, can I be the captain again? No, you can't. You're done here. Okay, you go somewhere Savage. else. Savage. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just, it's Savage. a business. It's a big business. I'm trying to improve this godforsaken I, organization. I will say, listen, I, I, like I, I feel like your 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 tone is a little disrespectful to a yeah. longtime good Viking here. He was, in the, he was in our building a couple weeks ago. But uh, Good for him. <laughs> but where I do agree with you in, in your sentiment here is sometimes it feels like there's a certain segment of, of Vikings fans that I'm going to give some tough love to 
if you are more loyal to a player than the team, yes. I don't think, I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to be a fan, I guess, but like a lot of people were more loyal to Adrian Peterson than they were to like the Vikings' overall philosophy and strategy of winning a Super Bowl. It's a Cousins problem now with some. And it can be like, and and Cousins can kind of garner that, and Delvin Cook a little bit. Like, team over player is important here. And so Kyle Rudolph has been a really wonderful player for the Vikings, but for a million different reasons, it's probably time to move on. And And these are our private ideas. So I am giving you these as far as as harsh as I possibly can, okay? I mean, this is not a this is not a popularity contest. I am we are sitting in the Vikings facility right now having difficult conversations. Yeah, these are closed door conversations. conversations. That PJ Fleck eats for breakfast, baby. <laughs> Move number five. Does he pour almond milk on those difficult oh, conversations yeah. when he eats them for yeah, breakfast? No, he pours whole milk on coconut them. milk. He doesn't care if he has lactose intolerance. No, he doesn't care like if he has milk lactose intolerance. He's not no. a dairy guy. He yeah. just goes right from the table he, to the. He lathered up those carbs with, uh, with those abs with kilos every day you know like he, he does not put any whole milk on there i doubt it move number five all right move number five move number five i'm going to uh go back to where i started at least offensive line wise if you want to win next year okay so again these are not moves that i necessarily condone completely but they are moves that assure me that i have a good chance to win in 2021 all right among my contractual moves so i think bar is gone I think Barr is gone. I think Rudy's gone. Harris is gone. Um, but my most important one, offensive line-wise, restructure Riley Reef. He had a really solid year. And I'm not saying he's God's gift to left tackles, but if I can go Riley Reef, new left guard who can pass protect, imagine that, okay? Weird. Bradbury, who I don't love, but he's not going to lo- lose his job as a first-round pick from a couple years back. And then I can leave Cleveland at right guard, O'Neal at right tackle. That's actually pretty solid. It's not great, but it's solid. So so get Riley Reef in, tear up his current contract, give him a two-year extension or a two-year deal, and re-sign him. So now I don't have to shift Cleveland to left tackle. And yep. now I've got two guard spots to fill and it's a pain in my ass. And I make a mistake again. And Kirk gets absolutely killed. And this time he has to sit out five games and Sean Mannion plays and Zim tries to kill me. Okay. Riley Reef. So left guard sign. Yep. Pass rushing and or three tech draft veteran corner signed to stabilize the secondary. Release Rudy, remove Temptation is four, and restructure Reef is five. Phil? That's pretty good. So we're, we're going to overlap here quite a bit, but I have some different twists to put on some of these things, okay. and I've added some more seasoning here too, okay? I'm mm. cooking up a little Wait, bit I of a different Wait, I feel like you dish. waited to hear what I said, Bam. and now you're going to curry little favor inst- with, little with Declan. Go- yeah, a little, little Instant Pot here. I like <laughs> yeah. it. No, it's just a little a... air fry, a little pressure cook, I already, a little dehydration. I already bought the ingredients here. What's right. this guy cooks? Declan's got the air fryer yeah, locked and loaded, life. ready to go. I just called Dawn. And before I give you my five short-term moves for the Vikings, just a quick uh, a, a quick plea to the audience is you can help our show in two ways. Purple Daily here. You can click the subscribe button on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Podcast, and uh, hit that bell for notifications too. We also have another YouTube channel 
with a lot of our other Mackie and Jeb related things, including some additional Vikings content. YouTube.com slash ScoreNorthMN. And, uh, and you can find us on, on those two channels on YouTube. So hit us up. We appreciate all of you listening on Apple, Spotify, and ScoreNorth.com as well. Here are my five short-term moves to fix the Vikings in 2021. Number one, I'm just going to start where Judd left off. Bring Riley Reef back. So this was highly questionable a couple years ago, maybe even last year, and he almost got cut right before the season. It was uncomfortable, the standoff between him and the team. Whenever the team says, hey, man, um, you can either take less money or we cut you, it's always awkward. But he responded with maybe his best season as a Viking, and with an offensive line that has a lot of question marks, he's not really one of them. Is he elite? Is he Andrew Whitworth like when he's healthy? No, but he's an above average NFL starting left tackle. And in the absence of having something that you can plug in right away, I mean, Ezra Cleveland played left tackle in college, but we have no idea what he looks like at that position in the NFL. So I restructure the the one year that's left on Riley Reef's deal to try and lower the cap number, save you some money, but also bring him back on a two-year deal. So I echo what Judge just said. Move number two. I say goodbye in one batch to these three players, either through free agency, just letting them go, or by cutting them to save money. Anthony Harris, goodbye. It's been fun. Um, fun watching you turn into one of the better safeties in the NFL two years ago. A bit of a down season this year. You got you, you can't have two highly paid safeties, so I got to say goodbye to Anthony Harris. Mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph, for all the reasons Judd mentioned, already got two other tight ends that can catch passes, and they're younger and more mobile. It's just time. And I also say goodbye to Anthony Barr. According to OverTheCap.com, you can save 7 or $8 million by getting rid of Anthony Barr. Now, you still have to pay like $7 million to the cap, so you're not just getting away scot-free there. But he has underperformed like for the last five years. He's just been underwhelming as a player. And it's been two or three years since he's been playing at the level that we expect from him. At some point... He's no longer like he's been in the league for like six years. Yeah, he's not or, young, exactly. He's Agreed. he is what he is. Yep. And he makes too much money. And in a year in which I need extra money to fix other things, I'm saying goodbye to Anthony Barr. So Anthony Harris, Kyle Rudolph, Anthony Barr, that saves the Vikings around and the and the restructured a reef too. That saves the Vikings, by my calculation, about twenty seven million dollars to the cap in two thousand twenty one. It would put their team salary at about $173 million, according to overthecap.com. So, you know, we don't know if, the, if we know that the cap can't go lower than 175. Speculation is that it's going to be somewhere around the 190 to 195 range. So at least I've left the team with some money to spend in free agency here. Uh, on a guard, maybe? And that yeah, maybe. brings us to the third thing I would do to fix the Vikings. How about that transition? How about that segue? Free agency. Yes. I sign in order of preference one of these two guys. Okay. Either left guard Joe Thune or right guard Brandon Scherf. Both of those guys will likely command about 14 to $16 million a year in free agency. Thune is 28. Scherf is 29. Both are among the best left guards in the NFL. And both would immediately upgrade your offensive line in both run blocking and, more specifically, pass protection. Uh, Scherf, by the way, he's the right guard. So Scherf was born and raised in Iowa, probably has family in Iowa. So there might be a bit of a, like, come back to the upper Midwest from from the East Coast uh, lure to, to him. The, the more perfect fit would be Thune because he just yeah. slides right into the position that sucks, which is left guard. I think guard. those guys are going to get too much, but... 
I, but you're on the definite right track. Right? Like that's the type of thing I would overpay for. I would rather overpay for that than a second safety or the, or like than Anthony Barr. Or Barr, right? yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, if if you wind up with re, let's say you sign Thuney, now you have Reef above average. Oh yeah, then you're better than Thuney. Very good. Bradbury probably gets better because Thuney's there. Yep. Cleveland was fine uh, at right guard, and then Brian O'Neill is very good at right tackle. Like that right there. Let's roll with like I can roll with that offensive line. That's a right good. Away. That's a good yeah. offensive line. I then. feel good. Brandon Scherf, he's a he's been a right guard his whole career. You'd probably then have to move Cleveland to left guard, and so he's learning a new position. Yeah. But uh, but even either one of those scenarios, the offensive line is drastically better. So Thuney or Scherf. The fourth thing I would do to fix the Vikings for 2021. I agree with Judd. I would draft the best. Now again, this is for this is. <laughs> This is the short term. You have to be careful. Yeah, right? I mean, it's not. It, this is not necessarily what we really believe. Yeah, but it's to develop in the short term. Listen, if Zach Wilson falls to fourteen yeah. or falls to ten, I'm getting him. Yep. Yes. But but the, the but this exercise is Kirk's your quarterback, Zimmer's your coach. How do you fix this thing? I'm drafting the best either defensive tackle or edge rusher with the 14th pick. I'm trading up a couple spots if needed. Um, I mean this. So I've already fixed the offensive line with mm-hmm. with the the free agent signing, and and I think if you if you do that, then you give Mike Zimmer what he wants, which is a ferocious defensive front line. Hunter Pierce, maybe one of the Miami kids that are highly touted in the first round here. Whatever that looks like, give Mike Zimmer the defensive line that he wants. Everything starts there for his defense, and then the fifth move I would make is more of a philosophical move, but it would be a come-to-Jesus discussion with Mike Zimmer and whoever he picks as offensive coordinator. Be more aggressive with your situational play calling. Second, we've we've fixed the offensive line for you here, Mike. I get that you're going to run the ball more often than, like, the Chiefs, but second and short, you got to throw the ball more. Second and long, you got to throw the ball more. First quarter. So you're having a tough discussion with Mike. I am eating a bowl of difficult conversations for breakfast with Mike Zimmer. You're just chewing them up and spitting them out. Good for you. Justin Jefferson needs more than 150 targets in 2021. Push the gas pedal offensively with this Ferrari. But Phil, they had the fourth <laughs> ranked yardage offense in yeah, the NFL. I don't care. I, and and they were 11th in points and 13th in PFF. Like there's more toothpaste in this tube. I also so have a question of your point that that I think we I think we started to answer the question in 2018 with uh with Flip, but he got fired and we don't know completely. Can Cousins really drive the Ferrari? I don't know if we know. D. Filippo wanted to drive a Ferrari, and Kirk was sort of like, "I don't like all this shotgun, right?" But that was also and Mike's like, like "I want to run, right?" But I'm saying, in fairness to Kirk, I'd like to know: Can you drive the car? Yeah, I would be curious to know. You get this expensive driver in an expensive car, like yeah, figure it out. So, some outstanding questions before Declan's grade here. You know, on on my list of five, um, some of the other holes. Well, if you get rid of Anthony Harris, what about the other safety position? Uh, figure it out, Mike Zimmer. Oh, you could find one. Yeah, figure it out. Uh, what about the other linebacker position? Well, if you got enough money, I would look to bring Eric Wilson back for less money than Barr makes, if you can swing it. And then from a cornerback perspective, I like Judd's idea of getting a veteran cornerback in here. But um, listen, like my first priorities are offensive line and defensive line. If I get those right, I'm just right, saying a stabilizing corner. Though I'm I'm not saying a great player. I'm saying I'm saying can you tackle? Do, do you understand the game of football and in particular Mike's defense? Yeah. That's all I want. I think they've got a good foundation with Dantzler and Gladney, and then we'll see what Mike Hughes looks like when the injury, uh, when, you know, when he's back to near healthy. So having a, having a competent veteran would be helpful. Mackenzie Alexander, I think, is a free agent again. 
you want to go down that path. No, I, I don't, don't know if he does. I don't know that he qualifies as competent <laughs> veteran. No. So, all right, Declan, which path? Which path are you so choosing? Here's, here's what I'm going to do. Because there's overlapping situations, I'm going to rank of all your, both your guys' five top top five situations, I'm going to rank the order of preference you should do these situations in. Okay. 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 So starting with number one, the most important thing, I will not start at the bottom, I will start at the top. The top, the most important thing you have to do first is say goodbye to Anthony Harris, Kyle Rudolph, and Anthony Barr. Because you physically can't do anything with the limited cap you have. So if you can get about, and it's about roughly $27 million, it's not a completely accurate number, I think, but... It's going to give you wiggle room to go do something. So that's the number one step you have to do in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Number two of the, of, the, of the things I would do. Yeah, you sign Joe Thune or, or at least make, make an attempt to go do it or go get Scherf. You, you have to bring in the most competent and best guard available in free agency. Yes, there's going to be a bidding war. I agree with Judd. I think Thune is going to get absolutely paid. He's going to be okay. ha- having a bidding war, and people are going to be lining up for him. That Overpay. left guard has to be addressed yep. in, in in a way yep. where we say that's a real upgrade. Overpay. Not, yeah. Over- oh, hey, he's going to compete with. I, if, if I hear Dakota Dozier yes. is going <laughs> to compete for a job, mouth. I'm going to a bridge and jumping. You took the words out of my mouth because you can't do that again. <laughs> you just can't. So sign the best guard possible after doing those cuts. Number three, I'm actually going to go with Phil here. Be more aggressive in situational play calling. I mean, there were so many moments. What, the Vikings lost, what, four or five games by less than three points this year? And a lot of that had to do with situational play calling. And Mike Zimmer, I think his biggest knock, we can criticize his, his, his offensive philosophy or how he treats quarterbacks and kickers, but the dude just doesn't understand situational football. And we always joke, like, hire the Madden kid. Hire someone who knows what the bleep to do when the clock is bleeding dry and you're, you're facing with a tough decision to do. So number three most important thing, to better the Vikings just in 2021. Be more aggressive in situational play calling. Yeah, they were also un- until December when they, like, I think the the Saints game and the and for sure the Lions game helped them with this. But for most of the season, they were one of the lowest scoring first quarter and first half teams in the NFL, and they had to play catch up in the second half because yeah. they just they literally ran the ball two thirds of plays in the first quarter. Establish, establish the run, dude. It's established. We get it's it. Ready to get it. Dalvin Cooks it. on the team, so it's all especially good. if uh, Joe Thune's out there. Uh, number four. Of my most important things that you guys listed. I think it's sign a veteran quarterback, cornerback, excuse me. Um, I think Dantzler and Gladney are taking the right steps, but I think just having a normal league average veteran corner who has been there, done that around, somewhat of the Terrence Newman type of player that they signed in 2014 that was Zim's guy, find some kind of guy to be the leader for those dudes off the field as well. I think that's very important. And the fifth thing for me, it's it's the three-technique defensive end. Yeah, it'd be nice to upgrade because the Vikings were so putrid on the defensive end. But And I don't mean to guess here, but I have a good feeling that the Vikings defensive line can't be any worse than it was last year. I'm not saying you roll again with the exact same group, assuming that Daniil Hunter doesn't come back. But I do think it becomes better. And yes, they need something there, but I don't know if I'm locked in on my first round pick finding a three technique or defensive end. So that's my fifth most important thing. So from top to bottom... Say goodbye to Anthony Harris, Kyle Rudolph, Anthony Barr. Sign the best guard available. Be more aggressive in situational play calling. Find a veteran cornerback to stabilize and then draft the best defensive end or three technique. You like that? You like that? There we go. That's we just stuff. fix them. Super, so if they do all those things. For 2021. If they do all those things, can they win a Super Bowl? No. No. Not yet. No, they yeah, can't, I unfortunately, so because I don't. The, and the NFC is wide open. No, but I, I, think they're, so. I think they're a hell of a lot closer. But we'd have to see some see some things. Yeah, win, win a Super Bowl, no. Can they make a playoff run if they if they do th- those things and the conference remains as wide open as it was in 2020? They can make a run. Yeah, for sure, right? 
yeah, it's it, it's definitely a playoff team. It's also definitely a team that can flirt with a division, depending on what the Packers do. But um, we'll see. If they don't do those things, I don't know what they're doing. I'm done dismissing the Packers. I dismissed them last year. Oh, Declan, you're like a green and gold cheesy yeah. fan now. Yeah. Lo- he loves Jordan Love. He loves Aaron Rodgers. I, I love 12. Matt LaFleur. Traitor. I like Aaron Joe. You got to give credit where credit's due, though. Matt LaFleur has done an amazing job in Green Bay. It's hard not to be a little bit envious when you yeah. when you watch I don't know them. What you guys are but it's going to be hilarious. He's not crusty when the Rams beat the Packers this weekend because this is the worst possible draw for them. A team that can punch you in the mouth defensively. I got a, I got a weird front. feeling that this game is going to be far closer than people are expecting. What the Packers Rams? Yes, I'm telling you flat out, the Rams are probably going to beat the Packers this weekend. Is Donald playing hey. for sure? He he hurt his rib against yeah. If he Seattle, if, if he doesn't play, that changes play, the entire thing. To if me. he plays, it's on. And maybe maybe we'll go on the record on write that yeah, down I'm about tomorrow. To say, got to write that down. We got a guest joining us on Purple Daily. Nice. Yeah. If, if you uh, missed That's the right, memo we last two. week, we have expanded the write that down brand from Mackie and Judd. It'll stay on Mackie and Judd in its classic form. It's expanding to a football edition starting last week, every Wednesday on Purple Daily. So that'll be that'll be tomorrow. We'll make predictions. They're most likely going to be wrong. Because we are the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable and makes ourselves look like idiots. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily. Mackie, Judd, Declan, we'll see you guys tomorrow. You think you like football? Brad Childress doesn't just like football. He f- loves football. I did watch him. I was standing right behind him when he was warming up and saw him kind of reach for his groin and, you know, Hold it and whatever you do with the groin, rub it. That's what I think I witnessed. Um, tw- it twinged a little bit on him. 